And that's my prayer this morning, that the Lord would just pour his spirit out right there where you are. In whatever room you're in or in whatever space you're occupying right now, that the Holy Spirit would be poured out on you. And if there are those sitting with you today, those near you, maybe family, then may he pour his spirit out right now, right there. And even here in this empty auditorium, I believe God is pouring his spirit out right now. Well, I pray you're ready for God's word. His word is such a lamp to our feet and such a light to our path, especially when the path is not all that clear and, and especially when it's, uh, there's a lot of darkness and confusion all around us. And so our theme this year is open. Now, we would have never thought when we said this theme at the beginning of the year, we were thinking about open because of last year was so closed, never thinking that there would be so much closed this year as well. But our theme is open. And I pray with me, your heart is open. I pray your Bible is open, that you are keeping your Bible open, that you are in God's word constantly right now. His word is the word we need. And also with me that your mouth is open to speak words, realizing that our words guide and direct us. The Bible says that our words are like the bridle that you put in the mouth of a horse. When I was in high school, I had a fantastic horse, and his, his name was VR. The reason he was named VR is because that was the brand that was on the side. I don't know what VR stood for, but I just called him VR. He was a roping horse. He was a magnificent quarter horse. And I'm telling you, in the, when he was in the corral, to just look at him, he had a chest that was just so broad and a big bowed neck. But when I would put a bridle in that horse's mouth and throw a saddle over the top of him and cinch him up and climb up in that saddle... He was an amazing creature to ride. He was a better horse than I was a rider. And he could turn so quick. I know one time I come out of the saddle and my boot was still in the stirrup. But there was something about putting that bridle in that horse's mouth that put all of his power, all of his strength, all of his ability came under control. The Bible says our tongue is like that. That our tongue is like the rudder of a ship. So I can turn my life where I want my life to go, even in a season like this. We've also talked about how God has given each one of us the power to change our attitude or how we're feeling. And we not only can change our attitude, but we can choose our thoughts. Family, that is a superpower. We have this power through Christ. We have this, even in a global pandemic, even in a government lockdown. We have the superpower to change our attitude and to choose our thoughts. And even as we seem to lose, at least temporarily, more and more of our freedoms, we said last week, the greatest freedom that we have, no one could ever take away from us. No one. Because it's the freedom to choose my response. It's the freedom to choose how I'm doing inside. No one can change that. No one can take that from me. Now, we 
don't have the power to choose what's happening to us. And we don't have the power to choose right now the things that are being taken from us. But we can choose and decide what's happening inside of us. And so I get to choose. And I said last week, so I choose joy. I choose Jesus. I choose to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I choose to live in the kingdom of God and not necessarily the government of man. Obviously, I'm going to live in the government of man, but the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's where I'm living. I'm choosing. That is where my life is. I get to choose if I'm getting bitter or better. I get to choose if I'm sinking in this or soaring above this. I can choose what I think. I can choose how I feel. And last week I said, I can even select what I see. I can fix my eyes because I'm leaning where I'm looking. And I'm going where I'm gazing. So where are you going? (laughs) Not more than 5Ks from where you are right now, I can tell you that. But you can do a lot in those 5Ks. So my text today, especially when I'm thinking about that I can select my sight, this, this scripture fell into my spirit this week, and I began writing this word with such an excitement. And my, my text, my, my main text today is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, and it says this, For we walk by faith and not by sight. If I can select my sight, then let me marry these two thoughts together. For we walk by faith, not feeling. For we walk by faith, not necessarily what we're seeing. For we walk by faith, not by sight. There is what I can see, and then there is more than I can see. There is sight, and then there is insight. And we walk by not just sight, but by insight. The message says it like this. It's what we trust in, but yet see. It's what we trust in, but yet see that keeps us going. The passion says, we live by faith, not by what we see with our eyes. Sometimes what we see with our eyes can trip us up. Now, the perfect illustration of this, we walk by faith and not by sight, is in Mark chapter 4. And verse 37. And we know in this wonderful and famous passage of scripture, Jesus gets the disciples, he gets them in the boat, and he tells them, boys, we're going to the other side. And so he just lies down and takes a nap because it's quite a trip to the other side. But we read in verse 37, but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. I wonder if there's some today that feel like that, that feel like this storm that just seems to have no end. I wonder if it seems like maybe your boat is now starting to fill with water. And Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. 
the disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care? We're going to drown. Don't you care? We're going down. And when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the waves. Silence. Be still. And suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. And then Jesus asked them two questions. He said, why are you so afraid? And the second question, if we read it from Luke's version, he says, and where is your faith? Why are you so afraid? Where is your faith? Why are you fearful? Where's your faith? You see, why is your fear talking and not your faith? Why is your fear speaking and not your faith? Because you see, fear speaks. It says, don't you care what we are going through right now? Fear speaks. It says, don't you care? I've had all this I can take. We're going down. And Jesus asked them, why aren't you saying? We're in a terrible storm, but the master is here and the master is near. And there is no way on God's green earth that this boat can go down with him in it. Where is your faith? I think it's interesting that Jesus didn't calm the storm, walk over to the disciples and say, oh, popodicito, no yodi, poor little babies, don't cry. Come, let's group hug. Let's have a big group hug. No, no, no. Jesus steps back and he says, why are you fearful and where is your faith? Because storms are inevitable. Storms are going to come. This isn't the last storm you're going to face. You don't need a big hug, he's saying to the boys right now. You need a big lesson here. Why are you afraid? And where is your faith? And then the Bible tells us where faith is. Where is your faith? Your faith is in Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, the word of faith that we preach. Your faith is in your mouth and in your heart. Your faith is in your mouth and in your heart. What is faith? You know, belief is something that we hold in our heart. But what is faith? Faith is words and works. That's what Paul and James teaches us. Paul teaches us that faith is in our mouth. It's, it's the word of faith with our mouth we confess. And James teaches us that our faith is demonstrated by our works. What is faith? It is words and it is works. What is faith? It is heard and it is seen. It is talk and it is walk. It is said and it is done. One of the greatest things you will ever learn about faith, for me personally... This is one of the greatest things I've ever learned about faith, and that is this. Faith is voice activated. It's like, hey, Siri, 
Oops, I'm sorry. I know right now, all across your home, phones just, 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 can't, I, I hate it when the advertisements do that. What is faith is voice activated. It is a word that is in your mouth. In the midst of global and pandemic lockdown, I have been asking questions. I've been asking you, what are you feeling? Because you can change your attitude. What are you thinking? Because you can choose your thoughts. What are you seeing? Because you can select your sight. And what are you saying? Because faith and fear are voice activated. What are you saying? What are you saying every day when you see the news? What are you saying? Faith is the victory that silences storms and stops boats from sinking. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, for everyone who has been born of God, anyone, everyone, everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, overcomes the world. And the storms and anything else that's in the world, anyone, everyone who is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. It's our faith. Faith overcomes the world. Faith overcomes the storm. Overcomes means subdue. Now look. If all you want to do is endure this and get through this, then all you need is patience. Just hang in there. Just hang in there. But if you want to more than endure, you want to subdue and conquer this and prevail and become glorious and victorious, then you need faith. The passion says, you see, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. Our faith. So what are you saying? What are you saying? Are you saying what you're seeing or are you saying what you're believing? Is your faith talking? We walk by faith, not by sight. Jesus, in Mark chapter 11 and verse 22 and 23, he says this to his followers. Have faith in God. For verily I say to you that whosoever shall say, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So what are you saying? What are you saying? Because you shall have whatsoever you say. Are you saying what you're seeing or are you talking and walking by faith? Is the word of faith in your mouth?
Now, Jesus knew in the boat during the storm while he was sleeping and rudely (laughs) awakened by the disciples, he knew that they were fearful and doubtful. He knew that. How did he know that? Because of what they said. Don't you care? Isn't, Isn't it something that the moment faith begins to wane, the very character of the God we love and trust seems to wane with it. Don't you care? God of love and salvation. He knew they were full of faith because of what they said. Don't you care that we are going to drown? You see, I I said it a moment ago. Not only is faith voice activated, but so is fear. And so is doubt. And so is dread. And so is despair. In Romans 10, 17, we learn something so powerful about faith. It says, so then faith comes. Faith comes. How does it come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by what and who we are listening to. That's how faith comes. That's also how fear comes. That's also how doubt comes. Faith comes, how does it come? By hearing and hearing the word of God. By hearing and hearing the word of God. How does fear and doubt come? By hearing and hearing the word of everybody else. Jesus asked his disciples, why are you afraid? Where is your faith? Man, somewhere in that boat, those disciples begin to have some conversations. What's going on? I don't know. They begin to hear and hear fear. They begin to hear and hear doubt. We're not going to make it to the other side. This boat's going to sink. What's going to happen to us? We're going to die. Fear comes. Somewhere conversation. Somewhere Somewhere they begin to hear the fear. Now, how are we going to overcome panic and pandemic? How are we not going to be overcome by lockdown and lockup? How does that not overcome me? By our faith. By speaking words and doing works that are full of faith, we walk by faith and not by sight, by faith. Every believer that has ever gone through a hard time, a difficult day, a terrible situation, a a catastrophe, every believer that has ever walked with God from Enoch to you and me, how do we overcome? The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and verse 30, it says, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies uh, 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 with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and all of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms and worked righteousness and obtained promises and stopped 
stopped the mouths of lions and quenched the violence of fire and escaped the edge of the sword and out of weakness were made strong and turned to flight the armies of the enemies. How do we overcome these difficult times and grow stronger out of weakness? The old-fashioned way. The way of the ancients. The way of those who have gone before us and the way that pleases God. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Family, not only do we walk by faith, we walk by faith, we walk by faith. But Hebrews 10, 38 says, the just shall live by faith. This is how we live. This is how we walk. Whatever's happening here or here or back there or up there, this is how I walk and this is where I live. No matter what channel 9 or channel 7 or channel 10 or the SBS or the ABC or every dead gum thing you read on the internet, no matter what it says, the just shall live by faith. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is a talk and it is a walk. Faith is in your mouth and it is in your heart. Faith is words and faith is works. Faith is what you see and faith is what you say. And so what are you saying? What are you declaring? What are you decreeing? Are you talking God talk? Job chapter 22 and verse 28, powerful, amazing scripture says, you will also declare a thing and it shall be established unto you. So what things are you declaring over your life and over your wife? And over your house and over your spouse, what are you declaring over your children and over your church and over your health and over your work and over your business? And what about your own well-being? What are you decreeing about your own well-being? It is well with my soul. I'm just too blessed to be stressed. I'm the head and not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. No weapon formed against me will prosper. If God is for me, who can be against me? I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loved me. I know whom I have believed in, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I do not have the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint 
anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I have built my house on the rock and not the sand. And when the storms come and beat, they will not prevail. My boat will float because Jesus is in the boat with me. What are you decreeing about your well-being? Faith is voice activated. You will also decree a thing. You will also declare a thing. And it shall be established unto you. You can change your attitude. You can choose your thoughts. You can select what you see, and you can decide what you decree. My beloved, be fluent in the language of faith. And be careful how you converse with this current culture. Watch your language. Fear is a four-letter word. So is hate. The victory that overcomes the world is your faith. This is how we walk, and this is how we live. For we walk and talk by faith and not by sight. Come on, family. Let's take this word in our heart. Let's rise up. Let's not just endure this. Let's subdue this and overcome this and become more than we ever dreamt we could be as we live by.